Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman by heading over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkast mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Well, hello, everyone. Hello! Oh man, welcome to another episode of Hypecast! Hypecast! Ah, it's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I am your other co-host, David Bell. And now a third person. <clears throat> oh, hi, I'm Adam Todd Brown. I didn't know- Hello, Adam Todd Brown. I Hello, Adam Todd Brown. I didn't remember if you introduced me or if I introduced myself. We no, don't. We, always... we introduce ourselves and then we just awkwardly stop. Just wait. Yeah, it's- it's yeah. like it's like an anti drum roll. Like it's yeah. this awkward pause, and then it's like we're driving you to the mall, and we both just jumped out of the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How you doing? How you been? I am good. How are you two? Thank you for having me on. Absolutely, man. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm hanging in there. Hanging in there. I feel yeah. like I feel like I haven't seen or talked to either of you in about a hundred years. And right. That seems about right. Yeah, it's been about 158 years uh, since last we spoke. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been, been a while. Yeah. Here. Talk to Adam Brown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I guess let's just go ahead and get right into it. Yeah, we got a lot of trailers this we week. We got a fucking lot Disney's of trailers. Just it, fucking around with I us. was just on that investor call for five and a half hours. Everyone, Jesus. it was it was all hands on deck for at Collider. We all had to sit there and watch that entire goddamn thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Fine. Because we had right, to. Well, we had to. We had to. There's so it's much. Your job. Yeah, it's like it's like Disney, Marvel, Pixar. We're like shit. All right. Fuck. <laughs> Trying to get all this stuff in there. My God. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, first of all, we have some producers to thank. Mm, let's do it. Uh. Okay. Uh. uh thank you to Bob Grenville. Mm. Thank you. Uh. Thank you to Martial Law is a superhero. Thank you very much. Thank you to Etch. Nice and short. Thank you to Steven. Also kind of short. Thank you to Down Home Chicken. Thank you to... Wasn't that good? Was that, that good? Was, that Solid. was very good. You Solid. Like that? It's a hard, hardcore chicken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I'm getting into it. Uh, th- thanks to Julia Dorner. Thank you very much. Woo. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Thank you very much. Thank you to Asking7. Uh, thank you to Happy Ed. Thank you to the guy with a head. Just not where you want it to be. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, and thank you to I was born to stare. Baby, I was born oh. to stare. Um, let me jump in here. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Thank you to Tiger Drawers Pratt Thompson. Uh, raindrops keep falling on my head. Not gonna sing that. <laughs> no, you I'll can s- put a chicken sound in there. I'll if you sing Springsteen. To. I'm not yeah. singing that. Uh, thank you to Chloe Rice. 
Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you to the Kool-Aid Man. Fuck it. Use me to make a huge Molotov and burn it all down, comrades. Woo! Thank you to the guy with a long name. Thank you. Thank you to E.T. the Extravagant Terrestrial. Thank you to Cody Johnston's Time Machine Noise. Thank you. Thank you to Pete Vorpagel. Thank and you. thank you to Glitterus. Glitterus. <laughs> oh, man. That's a uh, good everyone name. Everybody loves Glitterus. Everybody yeah. loves Glitterus. Oh, shit. All right. Let's get well, into it. Let's get into yeah, this let's get fucking right into gargantuan it. Disney call where they sprayed us in the face with entertainment ejaculate. <laughs> well, the, the first piece of uh, entertainment ejaculate. Yeah, eat our Marvel cum, they said. Marvel cum, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, this sure. I, uh, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch this trailer, but I feel like I can see it anyway. Just probably, in, you're probably correct. Like the tie, I I get what's happening here. Yeah, he's flying around. Uh, they're bros, like they're buddies. They're reluctant bros. Reluctant bros. Co- Cody on Twitter pointed out something that's very funny. Is it is like we're so past the people need a symbol statement that's in this trailer where they're like we need to give the people something to believe in and it's like you guys like saved the world so many times like <laughs> i, I right. think they I have like too I, many symbols right i feel like you guys could just put your faces on things and people yeah. be like oh yeah those dudes that saved us from aliens yeah the people who literally saved half of yeah. the universe yeah. it's time I to start them. selling grills and sports <laughs> right, drinks yeah. and things <laughs> yeah Make it that should the show should be about them making an energy drink or something. <laughs> yeah, they all need to retire, right? Yeah, like, yes, they should yeah, be they, Captain you America. Guys have fought too hard. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, it's uh, it's something else. I really want Sebastian Stan to just be his character from I Tanya in this. Yeah, why not? Just a bumbling idiot. Yeah, that would be wonderful. I also sorry, Captain America. Uh, I'm sure someone has covered this. He didn't warn anybody about 9-11, huh? <laughs> nope. <laughs> he went back in time and lived out his life as an old man. He didn't fucking warn a single He didn't person. warn people about a lot of shit. He went back to the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just watched it all happen. And, and again, he, he saved ca- half of humanity. I get it. He kept his lips zipped. Yeah. <laughs> about many horrible things. Right, but I mean, war is how he makes his money. Why is he going to tell people about nine eleven? Yeah, yeah I think get we, back I can't in remember. There. I feel like we've talked about this on the show before, or this might just be a random conversation I had with a friend off microphone. I can't tell the difference between the two anymore. Yeah, who can say? There's no like, difference. What, Captain America's getting like a, a pension, right? Like he works for the government. So yeah. when, when they unfroze him, they they owed him like sixty years of a pension. Even if they didn't, he can just do the, you know, Back to the Future Biff thing. Like he's, he can just bet on things, you know. He yeah, can be sure, like, sure, I'll, sure, I'll, sure. Forrest Gump. He'll be like, he could just be like, hey, I'll bet you fifty thousand that Kennedy dies tomorrow, and then it's just like, oh shit, pay up. Like he can just bet on like historical stuff. I feel like you'd learn to stop taking bets from Steve Rogers after a minute. Yeah. 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 And you, you, you probably he would probably be implicated in the Kennedy Kennedy assassination if yes he's placing bets like that. That's true. That's true. Uh, but still, it's good money, you know. <laughs> At first, it's good work Kennedy, if you can get it. The Kennedy yeah. bucks. Yeah. Let's move on. for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I just want to say, I I actually I I want to see this. Sure. Uh, 
which is, I think, a not controversial uh, statement. No, and it's interesting that, I mean, it's not really interesting. Um, there was also a new WandaVision trailer that you left off here, but that's the most interesting property, I think, of MCU that's coming to Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. Um, we didn't have any Marvel this year. It's the first year since 2010 that there's mm-hmm. not been a Marvel Studios movie in theaters. Now we're going to have too much. Yeah, now uh, it's going to be way too fucking much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For example, the next trailer, Loki. Uh, I also think this this looks really interesting. Like the I, visuals. Yeah, I couldn't. They build it as a crime thriller, and then you pointed out that he's D.B. Cooper. Like, he does the yeah. D.B. Cooper heist. He's so 100% D.B. Cooper. So it's like Lo- Loki's pulling time heists? <laughs> Fuck yeah, he <laughs> For is. For Owen Wilson? <laughs> yeah. Who gives a shit? It's like it's like something that would go through your head before you die. Like it's just it's it's so out there. Yeah. Does this mean does this mean Captain America is going to show up? Do you think? Like they'll always kind of have him. He might. Like, this is the thing: is that Marvel doesn't kill or end anything. So like, what's pro- Like when they did that to Captain America, it was like, oh, what a cool way to finalize the character. And now they're like time travel all the time, and it's <laughs> like, oh, I see. I see what's happening here. Yeah. They might. Like, I know Mark Ruffalo's going to be in the She-Hulk show. Oh, yeah. Um, is he so the is She-Hulk? Tim Roth. So is Tim Roth, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I forget who's playing. Uh, it was an actress I hadn't heard of before. Lame. Huh. Not Mark Ruffalo is her name. Oh, okay, yeah. I feel like Loki doesn't have the right kind of face to carry an entire movie. It's just not, it's not a grill I want to look at for 90 Tom minutes. Tom Hiddleston? To, yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta scruff him up a bit. Yeah, I suppose that would help. Is he going to be scruffed up in this? Is there a trailer for it? Because it... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, there uh, was a trailer. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I it's, it's so weird that I'm like... It is weird. I like I'm that just, they're... I like weird, you know? I like the... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is very much straightforward Marvel, but I like that... Loki and WandaVision are weird as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's 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 good. That's that's reassuring to me that they're taking some swings with these well, Disney just been, Plus shows. They've been extremely good at not driving it into the ground by, uh, like, they keep finding uh, fun ways to reinvent it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I get it. Good for them. Yeah, good for the billion-dollar company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the, the underdogs, man. Yeah, I'm like, glad they were able to, really... s- to winter the storm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah, we're all sitting huddled around a computer at work today watching Bob Iger speak, and I'm like, this is literally like the most powerful man on the planet, and we're just yeah. sitting here like, tell us about cartoons. Right. <laughs> he could He could have all of us killed. Oh, yeah. Yeah publicly bob Iger has i can have you killed money <laughs> yeah it's good money you think he has you think he's ever had anyone killed i wouldn't surprise me yeah yeah i mean why not i mean once you get that rich you got to have at least one person killed just to see how yeah, it just feels because, just to yeah, try it, yeah just to try it out no. at least the most dangerous game situation just to, ta- just to take it for a walk you know yeah see yeah. if you got a taste for it mm-hmm. yeah try that suit on baby see if it fits <laughs> mm-hmm uh well all right Loki. but yeah definitely db cooper uh uh clarice sure this is coming out on cbs so it's gonna suck 
Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but oh, uh, I disagree I'll, with that. C- okay. I, f- I feel like CBS has a lot of very good shows. And there, like The Good Fight, I, I would argue is the best show on television. It's definitely the most okay. anti-Trump show on television. And I appreciate that. Evil they are is really good. Actual, they are actual underdogs too. Like no one's no one's watching CBS, so they're going to sneak behind you with the good shows. I could see that. Yeah, the Unicorn is really good. I have a, okay. I have a friend who writes on the Unicorn. Okay, uh, okay, they're doing all right. I actually pay for. I take it back. I pay I for CBS All Access like a crazy person. I'm just hmm. still very burned about their Star Trek. Yeah, uh, and I'm taking it out on Clarice. I mean, I want to watch this. Uh, Oh, I'm probably uh, not going to watch this. This looks stupid as really? shit. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It's got Buffalo Bill. Yeah. yeah. By Simon Northwood, a stunt performer who's had like a lot of uh, bit roles in things as an actor, which I find interesting. Uh, there's a name that is not credited anywhere on IMDb, and that's who's going to play Hannibal Lecter, which I assume is who's going to be in this, right? Who knows? Yeah, um, you would think. It would be weird if he wasn't, but then I think they might leave him out because they don't want it to, you know, because Hannibal is a thing. Right. But I can still see them doing like season one finale teaser kind of thing or something like that, you know, like or like in a few seasons when they're running out of ideas. Mm -hmm. I feel like they they know not to immediately start. there. What I wish they would do is like I really liked Hannibal, so I wish they would just bring Hannibal back and do Silence of the Lambs at Hannibal because that was the that was the mm-hmm. one story they didn't get to do because they didn't have the rights to it yeah right Hannibal was so great I love it's that show pretty awesome yeah did you know there's a Mandela effect thing around Silence of the Lambs no what what is it people uh, swear up and down that Hannibal Lecter says well hello Clarice in Silence of the Lambs and if you go back and watch it, he doesn't. So people are like, no. that's not a, that's not a Nelson man. That's just the people misremembering <laughs> yeah. things. People, that's not a, that's it's not in the a second Mandela. movie. It's in the it's second movie. Effects. It's not in the first movie is all like he says it's it like, in the second movie. It's like people saying, Luke, yeah. I'm your father. It's just people getting the line wrong. It's not a Mandela effect. Oh, every Mandela effect thing <laughs> is just that. That's what's yeah. so great about them all. You're just remembering it wrong. You, you asshole. just have a shitty memory, pal. <laughs> 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 all right <laughs> um all right next trailer next trailer we're, we're hopping here we're going we're going through them we got a lot of trailers we got e. 10 trailers uh this is for nobody a lot of people are uh hyping this up on the twitters yeah because it's bob odenkirk fucking uh as john wick it's bob odenkirk doing a john wick it's from the yeah. john wick producers and it's directed by the guy who directed hardcore henry fuck yeah, I am interested <laughs> oh, to see fuck. see Bob Odenkirk pull off these fight moves. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I, we might I, have got the only six that don't look stiff and awkward in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, it's such a. I love the idea of taking you take an older comedian, you teach him stunts, and you make an action movie. Like we should do this with them with all of them, right? Yeah, do this to Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Here's a fuck question. It. Does this mean Bob Odenkirk can fight now? Like, if you met Bob Odenkirk in the street and you got in a conflict, would Bob Odenkirk, like, movie-style beat your ass? I hope so. I hope so, yeah. Because me, me and Jeff had this argument about Matt Damon and Christian Bale, where it, like, seems like Christian Bale would just wear Matt Damon out, but he's got all that born supremacy training. 
Like Matt Damon would right. wear you out. Well, I think it depends. Like, I think Keanu Reeves absolutely can kick your ass. Like, Keanu Reeves has been training fighting stuff since the Matrix movies, and since before that. Yeah. Uh, he's he's just, this is what he's, he's like basically a stuntman at this point. Yeah. Uh, I think it depends, because I think Matt Damon probably learned some shit, but probably, uh, you know, like, maybe forgot it, and like, yeah. there's a lot of stunt doubles. Like, Keanu Reeves, he, Keanu Reeves isn't just good at that stuff. But he's like practicing. He's still making these movies. Right. Uh, That's true. So I think Bob Odenkirk could kick your ass right now, but then in like five years he'd be like, "Damn, I forgot." We'll see. How to kick we'll see if ass. he keeps making nobody sequels. Yeah, I want to note what uh, his character's name is Hutch um, Mansell, and on IMDb uh, there's people credited for his family: Christopher Lloyd as Hutch's father. Mm. And Riza as Hutch's brother. And I just want to really step back and appreciate that family. <laughs> I want to see that. Oh, yeah. Now I'm up. way in to see this. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Lloyd raising Bob Odenkirk and Riza. <laughs> like, what a. I hope. I, maybe they're code names. I don't know. But that's what they're credited as on IMDb. So. No, fuck. I want them to be family. Fuck that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, they must they be related be. now. Yes. Uh,. So yeah, I bet this film is incredible. Yeah, uh, Adam, did you see Hardcore Henry? Uh, I did not. Is it good? It's more. It's pretty cool. I, yeah, it's surprisingly like when you watch the trailer, you think, "Oh, this is like an effects reel, the movie." Uh, but it's surprisingly not that. It has a very basic plot, but it it does a lot of really fun shit and has some really entertaining elements. That isn't just the fact that it's shot entirely in the first person. There's also like other weird sci-fi elements and it's a genuine stunt movie too. Huh. The way they shot it was like basically took a fucking camera and put it on all these stunt men and had them do crazy shit. So yeah, it's a really goddamn right. entertaining film. Yeah, the main character is played by like four bonkers stunt men who just do this yeah. crazy shit throughout the movie. Yeah, I I remember it, wanting to see it when it came out and I just have never in my entire life gotten around to it it's yeah. actually it's it's a really cool stunt movie and it's a it's a pretty decent sci-fi story a straightforward yeah. one but nice uh yeah it's definitely one i think a lot of people are like i'll get around to it and i'm telling people now they should get around to it before nobody uh <laughs> yeah all right let's move on next next trailer to red dot it's about a red dot yeah this i it's um what is it german I don't know what sure. language this is. <laughs> my, was it Russian? Maybe, Maybe. you can say. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's a couple out camping in the wilderness, and they wake up in the middle of the night, and they have a red dot site that is chasing them. Um, so yeah. it's it's like a thriller based on the idea that there is somebody uh, who could kill them at any moment that they're just trying desperately to get away from. Or some dickhead with a uh, or a dickhead with a laser, laser pointer, pointer. Yeah think of their cats <laughs> this reminds me there was a a movie with Kiefer sutherland uh probably 10 years ago or so where this guy is in a phone booth and he gets a phone call you, you mean the you movie mean phone, the film booth? phone booth is it called by phone booth? Oh, it okay. is called phone booth yes uh from the writer of cellular that's the one <laughs> well, yeah that's another phone movie this this reminds me like it's basically the same premise just cut out the phones 
Yeah, these movies, when you really think about them, they, these could have been like, if these were made like in the, like decades earlier, they, they could be like Hitchcock movies. They have like very like thriller, old school thriller premises, it feels like, but yeah, they're uh, never very good. Yeah, they yeah. have the same sort of contained specific uh, threat that like Rear Window does. Yeah, and uh, I know Phone Booth, if you remember, the funniest thing about Phone Booth was Kiefer Sutherland is the guy on the phone. Yeah, he's uh, the bad guy, right? And you're you're watching the movie and you're like, that's Kiefer Sutherland. And then they tried to do a twist at the end where they're like, we caught the guy and they bring out not Kiefer Sutherland. And I'm like, that's not Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> and then the twist at the very end, they show like Kiefer Sutherland in like the shadows. Like, like, oh, there and he I'm is. like, yeah, there he is. <laughs> I, you can't cast Kiefer Sutherland and not expect me to like know that like, he's or not. know. That. Yeah, he's one of those dudes. You don't think he has a disability distinct voice until you're yeah. just listening to his voice and they're like oh yeah, yeah that's Kiefer Sutherland it's absolutely yeah he can't prank phone call anybody <laughs> yeah he actually replaced someone on that movie really that's it, right yeah it was originally shot with a guy named Ron Eldard as yeah Ron Eldard yeah yeah why do you guys know this much about phone booth I don't know why that is just ingrained in my head for yeah since for since 2002 when now i'm seeing that's when the movie came out but yeah i remember i think they did that because 24 was really huge around that time like okay like i i don't think there was any like drama i think they were just like fuck this other guy we can get yeah we can get get the keef yeah we get kiefer in here yeah yeah he comes in for a day it's mostly voice uh voiceover work yeah so whatever it's also that's back when they thought Colin Farrell should be doing like thrillers and like serious they were, stuff. They were, uh, couldn't yeah, they figure were out wrong. what to do with Colin Farrell back then. Yeah, uh, they were like, we we we've identified that he should be in movies. We just don't know which kind of movies. Right. Have either of you seen Downrange? No. no. It's a horror movie that is a similar premise, but this family is driving through this deserted part of I think Texas. And their car breaks down on the side of the road. And while they're all outside trying to figure out what's going wrong, a sniper starts firing at them. And, like, that's the whole movie, just them pinned down behind this car oh, okay. by So, yeah, a this is, like, the same thing, yeah, kind very of. similar. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, getting shot is scary. It's not, it's not a bad idea for a yeah. movie. No. When it, yeah, this looks like a good concept, and um, maybe it'll be... Uh, Really good. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it'll be the uh, phone booth of 2021. You just never know. It could we be. We can fucking hope. <laughs> yeah. You guys remember Vantage Point? Yes. I'm, I'm just thinking of they're like making, mediocre Dave, thrillers. Dave, they're turning Vantage Point into a series. <laughs> okay, I get it. I can see it. It would be like an anthology. You do. Thing. You do get it. Okay. Oh, no. Because no, I didn't. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Do you remember what Vantage Point is? Yes. Like the the game they play? Yes, I watched it. Okay, yeah. Every episode would be the same event. Just from, from a, a different, different person. Yeah, that's 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 actually not a bad idea. If you made it like an anthology series and each season yeah. was a new event. Yeah. Okay. Uh Ridicule Greenlit. Rescinded. I yeah, got Greenlit it. Greenlit. I got Vantage it. Point. I can picture this show. Okay. Yeah. I wish they didn't like they're like, you know what's hot? 
Vantage point. Right, yeah, Let's like tying it to vantage point is a really strange thing to do. Yeah. I'd be fine with just watching and being like, oh, you're doing vantage point. The movie no one saw. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the terrible film that nobody saw. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's move uh, on. Uh, all right. To the movie you are all been waiting for, Pinocchio. This is... Not- the Tom Hanks one, the Roberto Benigni, the second, the second Roberto, Roberto Benigni Pinocchio film. He this time he's Geppetto. Last right, time he, he played Pinocchio. Pinocchio in the first one, and that was a goddamn nightmare. Yeah, and both <laughs> both times it is horrifying. And this movie looks like a fucking horror show. Yeah, this looks like that Gretel and Hansel remake. Yeah, it looks so, terrifying. Yeah, some of the. Some of the shots in this feel like a horror movie. Yeah. Like, it's it's funny because they splice it in between, like, the funniest, most heartfelt ad- adaptation of Pinocchio, like, right after we saw some fucking phantasmagoria bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> they keep doing that. It's really great. <laughs> <laughs> also, did I see Andy Serkis in there? Probably. Yeah. I think Andy Serkis was somewhere in here. Like the cat or the wolf, I think. Yeah. Fucking Roberto Benigni. Uh, in like the 90s he made amazing films and then he's just been doing pinocchio what happened there he's yeah he's uniquely obsessed with pinocchio yeah <laughs> i've he always really wants to tackle pinocchio i've always been a little creeped out by pinocchio and peter pan both like since i was a kid like, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like it's a doll that comes to life. Like that's the nightmare. Like that's right. that's that's why people don't buy dolls once they become adults. Oh yeah, generally, generally. I'm 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 recording this in a room surrounded by action figures. <laughs> yeah, not the same thing. Not the same thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I do want to. All right, I I have to shout out to Roberto because he did. The Monster, which was great, and then Life is Beautiful, of course. Then he like took a 10-year break and did directed Pinocchio. But then he did direct a movie called The Tiger in the Snow in 2005 that looks like it's like a real movie. Uh, I just didn't see it. So it's not all bad. But uh, it's yeah. Not, it's not all Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, just like 20% Pinocchio. It's just wild that he, like, he did Life is Beautiful as an actor and a director and was like, all right. Well, I'm going to give it like 10 years and then obsess with Pinocchio for a while. Because <laughs> after that, he then did Pinocchio and then Coffee and Cigarettes. And then he was into Rome with uh, with Love. And then he's back to Pinocchio. <laughs> Man, that guy really makes a lot of movies I don't give a shit about. Yeah, yeah. Did you see Life is Beautiful? Uh, no, I did not. It's pretty good. It's good. It's uh. You know, it's a Holocaust it's hard, movie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's hard to make a comedy about the Holocaust, and he did it. Uh, and it, it's very good. Interesting. And so, like, that alone, it's, it's just not, like, wow, you made a comedy about the Holocaust, and the everybody Jerry, was like, It's not the job. Jerry Lewis movie, either. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, the day the clown I mean, cried, or whatever the fuck it's called. When is that getting a reboot? Fuck, never. I want a, <laughs> I want a gritty reboot of the day Jerry the clown Lewis. cried. <laughs> keeps that thing under lock and key yeah <laughs> for good reason sorry yes. a gritty i want a grittier reboot a grittier reboot was was the story with that that they started making it and then they were like oh looking no at it's it and, made okay but did they, it ever come out no okay so that's what no, it is, they, is they, they saw did like a screening and they were like never mind jerry lewis <laughs> watched a cut of the movie and was like nope 
this Never can't, showing this this can't come out. <laughs> Honestly, I wish more actors did that. Yeah. I wish more people were as responsible as Jerry yeah. Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did a pod I a podcast with the guy who co-stars in Loquisha. Oh huh. God. And I don't that, know if yeah, you've s- seen Loquisha, but oh, I haven't heard seen of it, it, but I'm aware of it. He's a comedian named Dwayne Perkins, and he's he's a great comedian. He's one of my favorite comedians, and he's a really nice guy. And he was just like, Man, why did he do that movie? He was like, I didn't think it was going to be all of this. And like when he read the script, it seemed like it was sort of a different thing. I don't know. But oh, man. Again, that's the thing about being, yeah, acting and stuff. Yeah, right? you never know like, what the movie's going to be. Yeah. Again, life is beautiful. You Like some actors sitting there dressed like a Nazi doing like a slapstick bit with Roberto Benigni. Like, and we're sure this is good, right? This is good, like, We're right? sure this is going to be okay? I'm not looking like a fool right now, am yeah. I? <laughs> I'm not completely ruining my career right now, am I? Who knows? <laughs> who yeah, can who say? can say? Who can say? Speaking of um, movies that actors should have uh, not put out, The Marksman. I... I have in the notes here, I'm 11 seconds into the trailer, and yeah. this movie can already fucking blow me. It's it's the moment it's Liam Neeson at the border, I'm like, oh no. Yep, it's, it's Liam Neeson MAGA porn. Yeah. Pretty much. It reminds me of the Sicario sequel, which was about yeah. people smuggling terrorists across the border, and it's like, that doesn't happen. Like, not, no. en- not enough to whip the Midwest up into a frenzy about it with a movie like this yeah what a terrible sequel to a pretty good movie yep yeah, yeah the first sicario movie's really good and that second <laughs> sequel is fucking immigration propaganda yeah this is for people who haven't seen the trailer liam neeson is like uh i don't know old army guy he's a marksman i assume yes um and uh he sees a woman and a son crossing the border and then like uh you know some casting director grabbed all the like the usual uh, actors to play like Mexican gangster stereotype. Right, yeah, the, the tough guy Latinx actors. Yeah, I'm glad they're get. I'm glad they're getting work. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> good. Good for them. Uh, and then they're all like, "We need her." And then and then they shoot her. And then it's Liam Neeson and this young boy, and like a real like. F- then I started getting like Grand Torino vibes. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And they're just like driving around, and he's teaching him how to shoot, and he's uh, in his grand rescuing Torino. him from the cartel. Yeah, man, Grand Torino needs to be thrown out of a window. <laughs> in that movie, my God, Clint Eastwood <laughs> sings at the end, and he sounds like an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Grand Torino. In my Grand Torino. <laughs> like, get a life, dude. Fuck yeah. you. Clint you don't get Eastwood. to do everything. <laughs> Yeah. Relax. <laughs> yeah, this movie so, yeah. this movie I hate. I it's not yeah. out yet and I hate it. Uh and like it it makes it seem like being on the border is a really dangerous thing if you're in the United States. And like El Paso is like the third safest city in the United States. Right. Per capita. Like it doesn't really work that way. No. Right. Most people, like, when they talk about, like, building new border wall, the people who own the property are like, please don't. Like, yeah. it's you're ruining the landscape, and I have no problems here. It's fine. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a dumb fucking movie. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's, I like Liam Neeson, but no thank you. 
<laughs> yeah, I like Liam Neeson sometimes. Yeah. He's one of those guys that's like, I would never want to like have dinner with him. No, he's a he's a broken man. Like he was a, yeah. he was a serious actor and his wife died and now he's doing he's been doing nothing but this. He ever has done. Since. Yeah. Yep. He's done nonstop yeah. action movies ever since his wife died. Yeah. And I mean, what if that's all he ever wanted to do? And she was just and she was she like, just wouldn't honey, let you got to do the. Yeah. This Spielberg guy, he, he you should probably call him back. No, I want to be a, a marksman on the border. Yeah. Uh, I like that version of events. I want to have a flower stuck in my ass in a Seth MacFarlane movie. <laughs> Did that happen? Uh, it does, yeah. Oh, okay. What Seth MacFarlane wh- movie? A Million Ways to Die in the West. Wow. Liam Neeson's the villain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a choice. Yeah, it's a underrated movie, but we can move on. I like. I actually like that movie. I think I've it's only pretty seen funny, it once. Yeah. Uh, well... It's a weird, uh, I don't know, maybe I had just seen shitty movies at the time, but it, it, the fact that it's structured like a film, like, I think it was that, it was during the time where comedy was just improv, so it was one of those things where I was like, oh, it's yeah, nice no, to see genuine, like, physical comedy. Yeah, no, that, that, uh, that movie that movie is tightly scripted, yes. You yeah. can say that in its favor. Yeah. Um, let's um, move on. All right, to Falling. This is... Uh, Directed by Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, this is like Lance Henriksen doing like some fucking acting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I I had already forgotten which movie this was, but now <laughs> yeah. now I remember. It's like Lance Henriksen plays Viggo Mortensen's uh, aging father who's dealing with Alzheimer's, and he's he's like flashing backwards and forwards through time, um, and like is begrudgingly has to be taken care of by his son. Is Lance Henriksen going to win an Oscar? I I want I want him so to be bad. I want him to be in the discussion. That would be incredible. That would. I don't know because this feels like almost too indie that it's not going to get the buzz. Yeah, maybe. Uh, be, or it, it almost feels very simple. Uh, but like, I I don't know. Like I think of the movie like The Judge. The Judge is one of those movies that uh, is a really solid like movie that feels like it belongs in the 90s and it got some buzz because robert downey jr is in it and he's iron man uh well and, and they don't robert duvall got an oscar nom for it was he in a superhero film oh he got an oscar nom yeah for he that? got supporting actor nom for the Good judge for him. yeah uh the scene where he shits himself it's fucking top notch yeah it's great great film um, perfect film perfect film the scene where uh, robert downey jr fucks his niece perfect film yeah yeah maybe fucks it's oh no it's definitely his niece maybe his daughter definitely his niece maybe his need. daughter 85 percent certainty they fucked man i have yes. seen this movie and i clearly don't remember it that well this <laughs> he makes entire he, he he makes out with a uh well he, he hooks up really it's it's stronger yeah. than makes out with a uh, uh, a waitress in, in a bar bathroom, and it turns out to be possibly his daughter. And then the relieving twist is like, oh, no, it's your brother's son, brother's daughter. Yeah. That's the comedic side story. Yeah, that's the, the B movie. plot in The Judge is that yeah. he maybe fucks his daughter. No, Awkward. it turns out to be the daughter of Vincent D'Onofrio. That's, brother. that's, that's worse, that. probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't, want, yeah. You, don't, you don't want him on your ass. I want Lance Hendrickson to win an Oscar. I want him to show us all, you know? I want him to be invited, at least. In, at least. Uh, I'm sure he's been to the Oscars. 
Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I want know. him to. I, I feel like he's been. I there. want him to get nominated and lose, and then refuse to concede, like Trump. Yes. And just mm-hmm. yeah. take take the Oscar stage over. Just sit on the stage and and demand they prove he didn't win. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Perfect. Um, Okay, next trailer. Smiley Face Killers. This was, I was at some point going to put this on movies that deserve more hype, but I think this is actually out. It is out now, Uh, yeah. We just never talked about it. It's got Crispin Glover in it. Yeah, it's a hatchet-wielding psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's, uh, what's his face? Oh, is it Brady uh, Stanellis? Yeah, he yeah. wrote it. Uh, I'm less into it now. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of a hit against it. Do you, do you know the actual story behind this? I don't. A I, bit. S- I saw your note, so I was looking forward to you telling us. It's ac- yeah. it's actually kind of interesting. These two retired NYPD detectives have this theory that uh, it, it all took place in the Midwest. There's this like weird series of drownings where it was college-age white males and they were just showing up drown in this river in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And they've all mostly been written off as accidental drownings. And these two detectives have looked into it and they are convinced that a serial killer or a group of serial killers is basically like catching dudes walking home drunk from the bar and like tossing them in the water and murdering them. And the reason they call it the smiley face killers is they found these weird spray painted smiley faces at a bunch of the scenes where the bodies went into the water. And the, the most interesting one, I can't, his name is Chad something. Uh, or Chris, is it Chris Jenkins? But it happened in Minneapolis. And at first they called his death an accidental drowning. And then a witness came forward and said, no, someone threw him off that bridge. And that like nothing has ever come of it except crazy TV shows like this. Right. Yeah. This, that I know this is different from that because I think the story of this is it's somebody who's like paranoid that they're going to be killed next. So I don't think it's like a re like I, I well, from I don't the trailer and what I read about it. It's very loosely based. No, yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely yeah. not because they don't know anything about these crimes. Yeah. And it's except that it was definitely done by Crispin Glover. Oh, a hundred percent. That yeah. I believe. Yeah. I saw that guy at the playboy mansion and it was as weird as that sentence sounds. Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah, I always feel like he has like a swarm of like bats over him at all times. Mm-hmm. Like he feels like he has some sort of aura. He he uh, looked like the most uncomfortable person there, and I was wearing a fucking fedora, so like mm-hmm. I should have been the most uncomfortable person there. That's a real statement, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. a different time. Was, no, uh, yeah. uh, Drew has stayed in his house before. Yeah. <laughs> Yeesh. Imagine that. Uh, apparently, he was just fine. <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure he's a very nice guy yeah. he's he's got a persona that he works off of uh, exactly yeah 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 that's the thing that but he's still he's always been fairly legit i told the story of that his album had a number on it for a while that was just like do you like this number do you like this album call this number and my friend called the number and it was him <laughs> like it was he, he was just like hey the album's said to have this number on it 
Uh, so I called it, and then the voice just said, "So how do you like my album?" It's <laughs> like, okay, it's like, oh shit, I guess I'm this is Christmas Christmas Glover Glover. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I hope he still has that number. Yeah. I imagine it was taken off late in later prints. I don't know. It'd be great if you could still just call just him. Just call him and talk, talk to him yeah. about his music. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, what's the, right co- what's the cover Psycho. he does where he's just weeping? That's These Boots Are Made <laughs> for That's Walking. That's right. <laughs> he also does a cover of one of Charlie uh, Charlie Manson's songs. Yep. Um, and then, so, you know, his his wonderful original Clown songs. Man. like it's cl- I think it's Clowny Clown Clown. That's right. And Auto Manipulator is a great one. Yeah, that album is, uh, you know, real fucking weird. <laughs> it's a real statement. <laughs> yeah. Since we're th- uh. since we're throwing out crazy covers, can I can I suggest one for America? Yes, please. Corn mm-hmm. and Southern white rapper Yellow Wolf recently covered "The Devil Went Down to Georgia," and it is huh. the best fucking thing. It is so good. I know it sounds like it would not be good. It is very good. I will listen to that probably yeah. as soon as we're done recording. And I doubt either of them hate immigrants as much as Charlie Daniels. So probably you not. Can, you can they're, feel yeah. a little bit better. They're probably less racist than Charlie Daniels. Potentially. Yep. Potentially. Uh, let's move on. All right. Um, final trailer. This is for a video game. This just happened mm-hmm. when we're recording this. Evil Dead the Game. Yeah. This featuring is from Bruce Campbell. The creators of the World War Z game, so it's likely going it is um a probably a multiplayer uh like horde style shooter slasher. I appreciate that the trailer actually shows the gameplay. Yeah. Uh it doesn't for a while in the trailer, then at the end they're like, and here's what you'll be doing. And yeah, it looks like you're in front of the cabin, there's deadites everywhere. You pick you pick someone to play as. Everybody fights over being Ash, uh, and then right. And then yeah, you, you, there's a. We were talking a little bit before we started recording. The selection of characters is a little odd, but I guess it makes sense. It's Ash, obviously. Yeah. Then Arthur from Army of Darkness, <laughs> uh, Scotty from Evil Dead One, and um, crap. Uh, I forget her name. The the woman from the Evil Dead series. Right, they're doing a spread there, you yeah, know. They're, like, yeah, they're they're trying to get as many generations of Evil Dead as they can in there, which yeah, I get. I'm I'm sure it'll just have a character selection where you can span like all of the Evil Dead properties. Right, because like yeah, I was I was watching it and being like, where where the fuck is Pablo? Yeah, <laughs> like why is Pablo not the- Kelly? That's her name, Kelly. Is it? Mm-hmm. All right, so there's been like a million Evil Dead games, uh, which is surprising. And I've never played them too much, and they never seem to leave the cabin. Um, uh, I played the first one. I think okay. it was called like a fistful of boomstick, and it was like a Resident Evil clone. You you went around the cabin. I think you go back in time at one point. Oh, and I played um, shit. Hmm. I I guess here I, was I, my. I, I played another one that was based on the um. Oh hell! There's a a state of emergency. That rock star game that was about like riot rioting. 
yeah there was an evil dead game based on that engine uh i think actually that one's called a fistful of boomstick okay and you you travel through time in that one so you you absolutely are not in the cabin in that one. okay because i was gonna say i think they there's two really cool options is do an army of darkness game fuck it and make it like an open world (laughs) like medieval game sure because fuck it um or do like a creepy escape room horror game that's just the cabin like a like a do a horror game not a fun game the um like go back to evil dead one and actually do like something that's kind of creepy yeah there was a ps1 game uh that i think i think that one was called hail to the king now that i think about it okay um but that one was more like that it was like a resident evil style game where you were in the cabin and you do get like powerful later where you can like taunt the deadites and they'll actually run away from you Right. But when you're starting out, it's a real struggle and it's kind of creepy. That's cool. Okay, no more notes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't get to see the trailer for this one because it was oh, okay. added after the fact. It's just a it, yeah. It's it's a. Uh, I don't know. It, it's. It looks it looks intriguing. No, I mean um, we'll, we will almost certainly we be keep, playing this game, Dave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that they keep making Evil Dead games. Uh, that's such a weird property to constantly have games made of it. Uh, you also you seem to be driving the car in this. Oh yeah, so that's exciting. Um, all right. Well, we'll fi- we'll we'll keep people posted as we find out more about this game. Yeah, hell yeah. Because like literally, the articles covering it is like we don't know anything about this. Yeah, they just showed uh, a trailer at the Game Awards. Yeah. Um, well, let's go to news stories, but first we have some people to thank. Let's do it. Uh, thanks for having Jason Pargin on. Here's 25 bucks. Thank you very much. Mm. Thank you to the Midnight Patron. What patrons at midnight? Thank you so much. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you to Andrew. Andrew, how? How? Thank you. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you. Thank you to John Munez. Thank you to Wavy Rancheros. Thank you to Dr. DNA. Congratulations. Mm. Thank you to Lauren Gucci. Thank you. Yes. Let me soup in here. Thank you to Bootler Bootlison. Thank you. Thank you to Grumble B. Yeah. Thank you to Tux. Tux. Thank you to Shepard Mulch Diggums. Mulch. Thanks to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you to Davey Francis. Thank you. Thank you to Space McNulty. Thank you. Thank you to Hiram. Hiram. And thank you to, oh, great, it's that guy. Ooh-hoo. Okay. Um, well, let's f- first start with a, a lot of Disney bullshit. But w- I don't want it to get overshadowed shadowed by the fact that they're bringing back, like, all the Raimi Spider-Man cast mm-hmm. for the new Spider-Man, including Alfred Molina, uh, hopefully Toby. Yeah, uh, they're, Kirsten Dunst. from what I understand, um, Toby is holding them up for more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he should. What? As he should. Has he done anything since Spider-Man? Not no. really. <laughs> like, he, no, I remember like, he danced in Spider-Man, and it ended his career, yeah. and we were done with Tobey Maguire. <laughs> we're like, we're all set. He can't ask for more money. I don't know. I think they know. I think they know that like fans are going to be really into him being in here. Like he's kind of the the white whale for fans. Is like I want to see Toby show up. What a sad it's like, yeah, fan. Yeah, we know base. we can get. Sure, it's like yeah, we know we can get Andrew Garfield. 
you know, that's that's something. But Toby's like he's like elusive. Uh, I don't know. I get it. I think he can get more money. Toby, if you're listening, I think you can get more money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. But you never know. Like, uh, what if he gets injured and then can't can't play the role anymore? Right. Like, but like, what are they going to do without him? It would be. Uh, it's funny because you're right. Like, he hasn't done anything. But like, you get Alfred Molina in there and Kristen Dunst, and they're all like, "Peter had to do something. He's." away it's just like i get it it's disney i'd be like no give me all the money disney you have all the money just give me it yeah just give me some money yeah you want to cash in on that shit yeah it's um i don't Flip know over I'm, a table. I'm yell yell i'm spider-man yeah you know i've uh i've seen a lot of uh for and against arguments uh made about this movie and i'm just i'm fine with it like i I'm stoked on seeing a Spider-Verse movie. I don't give a shit. Like what a, what a weird crazy idea. Let's do it. <laughs> I think it's I I think it's funny that nothing matters anymore. Sure. Uh does that they're like Michael Keaton is Batman? Sure, let's get him back. Toby Maguire? Yeah, fuck it. Does who gives a shit? Does this make Toby Toby Maguire holding out for more money better or worse? I I vaguely remembered that he is also a professional poker player. And I don't know if I trust the source, the pokerpractice.com, but it is estimated that he may have won anywhere from 30 to $40 million playing poker. <laughs> so like, okay. So what you're telling me is Toby Maguire isn't an actor. He's a poker player. Basically. Who sometimes acts. Yeah. yeah. You, you remember Molly's the, uh, game. He is. Right. Michael Sarah is based on Toby Maguire. Yeah. In Molly's yeah. game. Yeah. Or rather, uh, Michael Sarah is supposed to be Toby Maguire right. in Molly's game. Like, there's no incentive for him to be in movies, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. It's going to cost him money to make Spider Man. He's yeah. racking up the winnings playing poker. Which is wild because I'm now looking at like, okay, what are the movies of someone who doesn't need to be in movies? <laughs> and he was in Boss Baby. <laughs> he was in Labor Day. Uh, Great Gatsby. I guess that's the 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 most recent like big movie, right? I guess Boss Baby. People love that shit. Uh, he did a Bobby Fischer uh, movie show movie. I don't know, man. It feels like he's yeah. just doing so he, favors at this point. Yeah, he might. It might be that. It might be not even like passion projects. It's just like a friend being like, "Hey, Toby, can you jump in here?" And he's like, "Sure, man. I got. I got like a week before the next tournament. That's fine." <laughs> yeah, I just can't imagine. Like, I feel like there's a point where I, if I was that rich or a certain level of rich, I would just stop doing anything. Like, I would yeah. just. Yeah. I would just chill. I wouldn't do anything. Like at some point, you just have enough money. Like stop making money and just go, go sit if on the couch. Made, if, if if you had well, if you had one million dollars, you wouldn't have to do anything anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. the beauty of poker, though. Is it is something you're doing. It's a game. It's an, something you're doing for enjoyment. Uh, uh, like or you're a gambling addict. Uh, and if you're good at it, then fuck it. Just keep doing it. I get that. Like, I don't think it's about the money. It's about, you know, making other people poor and watching their faces, right? Like, that's the fun of it. To be, can you imagine sitting down at a poker table and, like, 
and Tobey Maguire shows up and everybody's like, ah, shit, it's Tobey Maguire. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would suck. He's going to ruin us. Um, we will, yeah, we will I mean, never it, financially again, recover from this. <laughs> I feel like this is all part of the Spider-Man because maybe Toby is just like, he's seen all the memes, you know? He's probably like, I'm fucking, uh, if you want me back as Spider-Man, you're going to have to pay money because I don't want to be Spider-Man again. He probably doesn't want to be Spider-Man, right? Yeah, why would he? It's got to be so much more work than just kicking ass at poker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just have to. Yeah, he just exactly. has to sit there. Just <laughs> yeah. Sit, sit there expressionless, like the probably psychopath you are. Right. <laughs> I imagine someone like Alfred Molina. I get it for him because, like, he doesn't get to play like a robot villain man, like Octopus Man. He only got that once, and he probably thinks about it at night. And it's like, uh, I never get roles like that anymore. And they're like, do you want to do it again? He's like, fuck yeah, I want to do it again. Yeah, put those fucking arms on me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it going. Let's move on. All right. Um, uh, They're making a Chippendale reboot. This is just part of the Disney stuff. Right. This was known. We knew that uh, um, this movie was being made. But now we've got casting and director. Yeah. And our, our Chippendale is John Mulaney and Andy Samberg, which kind of sounds like a delight. Yeah. It, it's directed by uh, Lonely Island's Akiva Schaefer. Yeah. yeah. I'm 100% going to watch this movie. Yeah. Hell yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I'm excited about the movie. The AV Club article about it drove me insane. Oh, I didn't read it. <laughs> I didn't read it. It's like they get real cynical. Yeah, and it's like you know, not everyone has to try and write jokes. Sometimes you can just tell us about the movie. Like it's fine. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, guy, buddy, you don't have to try to be funny here. Yeah. Yeah, you can just tell just us, tell about, us about the Chip and Dale movie. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's live action, so that's a hit against it. But it's a um, mix of live action animation. Right, so I assume it's like Sonic or any like of the, the Garfield other movie. Right. Yes. Yeah, I think Seth Rogen's in there too. Sure, uh, why wouldn't he be? Yeah, I assume he's also an animated character. He better be Monterey Jack or have Riot. Uh, he probably is, right? Yeah, why wouldn't he be? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, is this Chippendale? Wait, okay. So there's Rescue Rangers. This is Rescue Rangers. Okay, thank Christ. Okay, yeah, a hundred percent on board. Yeah. Oh, so it's not the original Chippendale. No, this is Rescue Rangers. Mm. Yeah. I'm still into that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking love that well, that's show. The, that's the action Chippendale. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's where the good shit happens. Mm-hmm. Car know? chases and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finding, yeah. Blowing like drug out. dealers' heads yeah. off. Yeah, drug, fishing out dead bodies from the river. Crooked cops yeah. roughing up <laughs> perps in 70s yeah. New York. Chippendale get involved in a human trafficking ring. Yes. Bring it down. Just season two of The Wire. <laughs> Chippendale. With that song, just, just Chippendale. Yeah. Oh. Un- um, unloading right. a fucking cargo container of human beings. <laughs> Dead people. <laughs> oh, it's like someone bashed the air hole closed. Uh, all right. Well, we Spoiler. might as well talk about the fact that what for yeah, season sorry. two of the wire <laughs> sorry yeah. no that happens in, that happens in like the third episode yeah oh okay 
that's how that's how McNulty gets. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hayden Christensen's coming back as Darth Vader for Obi Wan series. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's Hayden Christensen, like w- plus a voice changer, right? And then a stuntman and a Darth Vader suit. I assume we'll probably see his face. Oh no! Like there'll be All there'll right. be scenes where he's like you know sitting right. in his Vader egg with his this helmet is, off. So this is the, what this is more Disney doesn't understand why we like the Mandalorian. Um, this is just more Star Wars. Like this is just Star Wars. Does that make sense? Like Obi Wan versus Darth Vader. We have we have a lot of movies about that already. No, we uh, have we have pretty much one movie about that. Yeah, that's true. But like, uh, 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 well, o- Obi Wan and Darth Vader and their relationship, and them representing two sides. I just don't. I like. Are they going to fight some more? Like, well, during this this period, because this is going to take place in between the prequels and the the uh, not in between the prequels. Right. Well, yeah, no, in between the prequels and the original trilogy. They shouldn't interact at all between those. They probably won't. They might like once, but this is the period in during which Darth Vader is hunting down and murdering all of the remaining Jedi throughout the galaxy. So that'll be cool. So it's it's probably like fugitive Obi Wan. Pretty much, yeah. Um, uh, He's on Tatooine, right? Is that the planet? Yes. Yeah. So where is he going to go? He's just going to be on the that planet hiding uh-huh uh watching luke and leia grow being raised by um what's his name being raised by uh um joel edgerton joel edgerton thank you and like then they're just gonna keep cutting to vader like i need them jedis well hopefully they'll be cutting to vader fucking slicing his way through <laughs> Jedi. right i just think like this is the problem right is that like the Mandalorian spoilers can get away with having, uh, I won't even spoil it. Certain original series characters pop up. Um, I mean, every, yeah, the, everybody knows Boba Fett's in it. You know, what's funny is I didn't realize, Oh yeah, no, I knew. Never mind. Um, I didn't, I, I got the last episode sort of spoiled, but I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, was I was it, like, Oh, he gets in his suit. Was and it, it was like, wait, of course he gets. Yeah. In his suit. <laughs> Were you expecting Boba Fett to shoot a rocket launcher into a man's chest? Here's what I think would have been hilarious. Here's what I think they should have done is he's like, I need my suit. And then they cut, they get him to fly down in his suit, immediately kicked into a Sarlacc pit. <laughs> Never see him again. Immediately. Um, so, I just, I just mean like the, the stories that are more on the side seems like a good idea for Star Wars. Yeah, this just feels like more Star Wars, like the main story. Well, there's a lot of uh, extended universe stuff about Obi Wan during this time, and there's even a really cool uh, sideshow statue that Jeff could probably tell you about. Sure. That they made of Obi Wan based on this time period where he's like this, this kind of nomad. Uh, adventurer type and it's this this sideshow statue is even based on uh ewan mcgregor's likeness like they kind of blend him and alec guinness together it's a really fucking cool statue um so i'm super into this show like i'm not gonna not watch it i just think that uh i think that this plus the 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 spider-man made me realize we're all looking back at 2005 and being like remember 2005 what a great time and it's like ah no it wasn't 
Like we're gonna see a stealth reboot soon. Yeah, two thousand five was one of the worst years for movies. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. it made me feel old because also Shark Boy and Lava Girl, like we're we're bringing all that nostalgia back that I didn't even realize was nostalgia, and I don't I don't I don't know I feel like the Obi Wan Darth Vader stuff, the story was told. Um, there, you, like that's the best part of the prequels is Ewan McGregor being like, "I loved you, Anakin." Like that's that was that was perfect. Great punctuation on that. And then he's like, "I'm gonna go shit in the desert for like a decade or two. Oh man, longer than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think with a lot of the early 2000s like comedy remakes, you just you you want to get a version of it out there that's not all gay jokes, which is what every uh-huh. early 2000s comedy was. That's true. Yeah, those are good good things to remake. Just take another shot. Try try yeah. writing some actual jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But for this, I'm just I'm I'm very suspicious of this. I'm sure. I mean, they got you and McGregor. Mm-hmm. They got Hayden Christensen. Uh, that's fucking cool. I yeah, mean, they cool. have all the money, so yeah. of course they did. Uh. I just don't know. I'm not, I'm like, I'm, I'm weary. I'm weary of this. I don't know. I'm into it. I, I like telling stories that aren't, even though this is technically part of the, the Skywalker storyline. Um, it doesn't really matter. It's just like, we're seeing what Obi-Wan's up to when he's just fucking around for like, right. for like 20 odd years. Um, I like that all of these stories that they're doing, they're doing an Ahsoka uh, series, they're doing a, a Cassian Andor series, they're doing a Lando series. Mm-hmm. They're doing a lot of stuff that's not related to the main series, and I enjoy that. I just think Obi Wan and Darth Vader is extremely related to the oh the series, the main series. Oh yeah, it is. It is. I think the other stuff on this list, I'm like, fuck yeah, sign me up. Um, well, I, I want an Obi-Wan. I want them to do like Curb Your Enthusiasm, but Obi-Wan, <laughs> where he's just like getting into misunderstandings and it's actually like a comedy. Sure. Um, but yeah, all this other stuff. Lando, it's like, fuck, yeah. We all got that taste of Lando. Well, they have uh, they have the... not confirmed Donald Glover. That is a, that is a have big to, if on that they have show. To give him, they have to give him anything he asks. Yeah, give him whatever he asks for or else yeah. no one is going to care about that show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, yeah, good for them. You know, the the, the good for good for Disney. Sure, I guess. Know? Yeah, yeah. They're they, you know they're really doing good. They're, there's also Willow series. Mm-hmm. They're going to make a Turner and Hooch and Mighty Ducks. Yeah, uh, remake. We knew all this. They just showed it off today. Yeah, it was Peter Pan, Enchanted Two, a Moana series. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp is going to be called Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Uh, they announced that Christian Bale will be Gore the God Butcher in, in the new Thor. So store. bummed he's not Beta Ray Bill, but okay. Oh, well. Uh, Armor Wars, which is the War Machine one. Guardians of the Galaxy Hardy, Holiday Special. Ironheart. Secret Invasion. Uh, uh, Chris Evans, Bud Lightyear. Uh, that's fucking weird. Uh, an Alien TV series, but most of all, Sister Act 3. What? Yeah, Prime. Sister what? Act 3. Why? Because she has to get get, back into the habit. Well, no, you get Bruce Willis, you get Bruce Willis, and you call it Old Habits Die Hard. Oh, oh shit. There it is. And then you got it. You just cracked the case, Dave. Yeah. 
I am so excited for Sister Act 3. <laughs> they have nothing to lose. They can right, only like, go yeah, up. Who, yeah, there's nothing riding on a Sister Act 3. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. Did you see ta- fuck I do I the, care. Did you see Tales from the Hood 3? No. no. It's very good. It came out. I didn't see Tales from the Hood 2. Uh, Tales mm. from the Hood 2 is fine. Tales from the Hood 1 is a fucking classic. I love Tales from the Hood, yeah, yeah the uh, first one. Tales from the Hood 3 is very good. It's okay. uh, streaming now. All right, I believe you. You will not. Um, when they dropped that Alien TV news, it was in the middle of this droning presentation about Hulu. And really? the dude just, like, almost as an aside, was like, oh, and we're having Noah Hawley develop an Alien TV series. And we were all like, what Who's the Noah f- Hawley? fuck did he just say? Noah Hawley does the Fargo TV show from FX. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay, because I was about to say that has such a. I don't know how that can work as a series, but if anybody can figure it out. It's him. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think you. The Alien TV series, oddly enough, can't have too many aliens in it. It, it probably it should just it be probably like. Probably won't. It should just be a story in that world. That's probably what it'll be. Yeah, it should just be like Waylon Yutani, like people in space mm-hmm. and like retro space and like, like I don't know, some like conspiracy in the company, and we slowly learn shit. Uh, it should just be a season of Fargo. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Fuck it. Fuck make get fuck Billy it. Bob. I was about to say get yeah. Billy Bob Thornton to fight an alien. Deliver that <laughs> oh, to me no, no. now. Get get Billy Bob to play the alien. Both. Yeah. Both. Both. Yeah, both. He is both the alien and Billy Bob Thornton. Eddie Murphy right. style. Also, <laughs> yeah. Hell are you hissing also, at, um... you son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, they're doing new Fantastic Four from the director of Yeah, John the Watts, the director yeah. of the Spider-Mans. Also, I just want to note Chris Evans, Buzz Lightyear. The, they just they just were like, fuck you, Tim Allen. Huh? Pretty much. Yeah, okay. <laughs> They're like, you know what? <laughs> also, it's supposed to be a, a much younger version of the character, so I sort of get it. Yeah. But also, fuck Tim Allen. But also, fuck but also Tim fuck Allen. Tim yeah. Allen. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. Fair enough. Tim Allen's out there like, you can't say these jokes anymore. It's like, not when you have a fucking... 25 year deal with disney man you really can't right. say that stuff he, right and that's what's gonna happen right is he's gonna be like they canceled me he also no. he, he also went on some right-wing radio show or i don't know if it was even right-wing but he was talking about how he did he felt like when he was a comedian back in the day just like driving around doing comedy shows why should he have to pay as much taxes as these people who are being a drain on resources. And it's like, you are using the roads that your tax money goes to, to do your job. Like, of course you should yeah. pay taxes. Do you, do you yeah. like, do you want to be able to drive to your bullshit comedy shows that you uh-huh. shouldn't even get to do since you're a snitch? Right. Fucking Coke fucking snitch. snitch. Fucking Coke snitch. snitch. We can't all use our Coke snitch cocaine or Coke snitch money. Right? Fucking snitch. Snitch. Let's start boycotting uh, Tim Allen appearances and just yelling snitch at him. Snitch. <laughs> you know, when he's out giving speeches and whatnot. Right. Yeah. yeah. The Friars Club. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, wise choice. Uh, Chris Evans is Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, that's a real Checks that's out. a real upgrade. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Uh, all right. Well, let's thank some more producers, right? Let's do it. That's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Um, thank you to Lef. Thank you, Lef. Thank you to Nolan Nolan Mayton. Thank you very much. Thank you to Joshua Graves. Thank you to Normal Man Andrew McGuire. Thank you to Ozzy. Thank you to AJ. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. And thank you to Frank Lee Amish. Oh, man. Thank you all. I'm going to dive in here. Thank you to Mrs. Voitus. Thank you. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to David Knife Boot. Henson MBA Knife CPA. Knife Boot. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie, yeah. Righteous Hand of the People, Chill. Thank you to Funky yeah. J. Yeah. And thank you to Pie Guy. Pie Guy. Okay, Dave. Pie Guy. Dave. Yeah? Well, cut Tom, the Tom, shit. Tom. Tom. Do you have a movie that Tom. deserves more hype or don't you? Yes, I do. I do. I do. I have I have a movie. This came out last week, but I just I, I, I could have watched it, I guess. Uh, but I watched the trailer and I was like, fuck, I want to see that. It's called Anything for Jackson. Uh, it's currently has a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes and like, it's still, it's high up with audiences too. It's at like the seventies or something like that. Uh, uh, this looks wild. The, the fun fact about this, this is from a director and a writer, two different people who are known for making like holiday specials for kids. Uh, that's, like really cheesy holiday weird. kids movies. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, they're like if you look up, it's stuff like Christmas in the Rockies, uh, and like like uh, it's. I think they're Canadian. I think it's very Canadian too. Uh, Christmas catch, hometown holiday, uh, and so on and so forth. And then they made this, which is a horror movie about old people trying to possess. They kidnap someone and try to possess their child with their dead kid. It's like it's like a movie from the point of view of the old couple in Rosemary's Baby, and they and they and they're trying to like use Satan to possess this child with their dead kid's child or grandson. I mean, and uh, turns out when you deal with the devil, uh, things don't go the way you plan. So like all this fucked up shit starts happening. Right, around he, te- them. he tends to sneak in a lot of things in the claws. Yeah, in the tra- in the trailer, there's a I I thought a really cool moment where the guy snow blowing is just like, "Hey, everybody!" and sticks his head in the snow blower. <laughs> uh, it's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, this just looks like a, a lot of fun. Yeah, I yeah. almost watched this last week. I've heard good things. I think it's on yeah. Shutter, right? It's yeah, I think so. It, the trailer had it on something that was like, "Well, I'm never gonna see that." Because it was on some like streaming service that I just couldn't, I hadn't heard of. Yeah. But I think it's actually like now on Amazon and. Yeah. Uh, I think the I think the streaming service might be Shutter. Okay. You don't have. Sh- yeah, they tend to have all. I have Shutter. Oh yeah, I've got. No, Shutter, no. Yeah. I I think. Hold on. I'm gonna. It's like one of the, the only ones because, I pay for. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't at the very end of this trailer. Oh, there. It says watch exclusively on Fuse. Oh no. And I was like, I don't know what Fuse yeah, is. Yeah. Hard pass. Yeah, but it clearly it got picked up a Super Channel Fuse original, and that's in the trailer too. They say that at the beginning, so it was I don't know. I, good for you, Fuse. The movie looks good. I don't want to diss Fuse, but like when I saw that, I was like, I'm never. Oh no, I'm never going to see this. And then I learned that it was it was still out. It's out. So uh, 
Yeah, people at least check out this trailer. It looks solid devil shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Real strong devil shit. Yeah. Written by two people who like not not or, <laughs> Make or made Hallmark by two people. Specials. Yeah. Like they're going to go back to work and people will be like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah. Like, "Look, it's been it's been decades of writing your bullshit. I needed some outlet here." Yeah, I just had to get that out, man. Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh man. Directed by Justin G. Dick, D Y C K. It's cool. Solid. I like. What that. are the chances that it will be like a low key Christmas movie? Like, it takes place around Christmas. Okay. See. Perfect. Good. Yeah, yeah. It is. No. That's the one. The reviews I saw says like, yeah, it's around Christmas. So, uh, I don't know. Fucking killer. It's like a prank where they're like, hey, so let's make like cheesy Christmas movies for five years and then make a horror movie. How uh, that's also Christmas, and that's what they did. Yeah. He also did the series The Pony Sitters Club. He directed a lot of those. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, sure. Which yeah, is you a do. Netflix kids series about pony sitters. What you do? You can't leave a pony yeah. alone. That's the Hollywood. Yeah. That's the Hollywood roadmap. I feel like this director either had to make a horror movie or he was going to kill somebody. Right. <laughs> like that's what it seems. Probably like. a child. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, good good for good good for or that. An old Everybody person. check this out. Or an old one or the yeah. other. Not both. Maybe both. I don't know. Could be both. All right, we got all the way back to killing people. Yeah. Uh I think that's a sode. I think it might be. I think, woo! I think we've yeah. done it. Adam, yes! thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for being so on. much for having me on. Mm-hmm. I I really um, appreciate it. Yeah, it's wonderful. We had a great time. We did. We had some laughs. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? Like anything you'd like to tell people? Political statement? Something controversial? Um, no, I'm not. I, I have nothing controversial to say ever. Uh, okay. You can, uh, you know, un, Unpops, Unpops Network. Uh, we have two subscription services now. Patreon.com slash Unpops. And unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. That that second one is for if you want to listen to our podcast, but never, ever, ever, ever interact with us, which <laughs> fine by me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's good for everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's win win. I'd be fine if everyone mm-hmm. migrated to that. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's we're doing comedy shows every month. If you go to unpopscomedy.eventbrite.com, we're doing a Zoom comedy show the second Friday of every month. And uh, I, depending on when this one comes out, I'm either on the next one or was on the last one telling jokes for the first time in a million years. So come, come see that. Excellent. That's all. Shit. Cool. Uh, Dave, tell them what we got going on. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. You can find for $5 a month, we have exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. There's other tiers too, including one where you can watch movies with us every Friday night, which is the day that you are listening to this. Yeah. Unless you're listening to it later. You lucky ducks. And who the fuck knows what we're going to watch. It it really is anyone's guess. Um, Yeah. We also have a store, tpublic.com slash store slash Gamefully Unemployed. We can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, all kinds of stuff. Check that out. We got new designs fairly uh, often. Um, 
do that. Do it. Do, do it. it. Just do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. All right. Do it. Uh, say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.